You're listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. You can follow along in your book. You'll know it's time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. You know, it's dangerous for you to be here in the frozen food section. Why is that? Because you could melt all this stuff. <gasps> Steve Martin makes you miss Tom. What's Tom do? Okay, let me bring this down. <laughs> you see him all the time, right? Steve Martin makes you miss who? Tom. Doesn't he remind you of Tom? <laughs> no. no. Whenever I see Steve Martin, it always reminds me of Tom. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, so, um, so right off the bat, I'm going to have to explain what Richie's talking about. <laughs> Tom is a friend of ours uh, who uh, we've known forever. And, and he's Steve Martin. And I guess he reminds me of Steve Martin. He's never reminded me of Steve Martin. I don't know. I don't know. What, Steve, what era is Steve Martin? Are we talking Roxanne? Are we talking My Blue Heaven? Are yeah. we talking the, uh, the Jerk? I'm talking like late 80s, early 90s Martin. Is there a specific role? Because uh, let me just tell anyone listening at home that Tom doesn't look anything like Steve no, Martin. So no, that... no, no. It's like a mannerisms thing. Maybe it's uh, the way their sense of humor is. I don't know. But some... I mean, I did see him one time wearing a thing that made it look like an arrow went through his head. <laughs> and then another time I saw him plucking on a banjo when no one was looking. So I guess those those things, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but he definitely reminds me of Steve Martin a lot. All like right. Three Amigos. Steve Martin. That's a good Steve Martin. Yeah, that was probably the, his best, you know. I think that was his peak. You kind of remind me of a Three Amigos. Uh, Martin Short. <laughs> Martin Short. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. And then I guess I'm just going to give myself Chevy Chase. So. <laughs> yeah, you get dusty bottoms. Fuck that. I would take Chevy Chase. I actually, uh, did I tell you about when you I... You do kind of remind me of Chevy. <laughs> All right. Wait, what Chevy? Caddyshack um, Chevy? Because I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with um, Christmas Vacation Chevy. <laughs> Oh, I think I just turned you down. I'm sorry. It's all right. Say it again. Christmas vacation Chevy. All right. It's a little bit older of a Chevy yeah. that I like. But you know what's you know what's crazy about that is um and I do this sometimes, is I uh will like I'll watch a movie that we watched when we were kids or whatever, and uh like let's take Christmas for vaca- vacation for example. And I'll sometimes, and it's the worst thing in the world you could do, especially when you feel like you haven't accomplished much at your age or whatever. But sometimes I'll go on IMDb. I can't believe I'm even admitting this, but I'll go on IMDb and I'll look. You go on what? IMDb. I don't know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Give a second for everybody at home to laugh right now. (laughs) I guess it's something that has to do with technology, right? It's on the internet. It's IMDb. Damn that web. Is my ex-fiance's autobiography. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, yeah? (laughs) It's um, the Internet Movie Database. Okay. And uh, nah, it's a database it's on the internet in that archives every movie and therefore every every uh, actor gotcha. and writer and all that stuff. And it's all linked in. Um, and uh, so sometimes what I'll do is I'll go on IMDb 
and I'll look up the the actor, and then I'll look up the year that they did the movie, and I'll see how old they were in that movie. You yeah, know? I know what you mean. And and uh, and like for instance, I'm pre- I don't know for sure, um, but because uh, we don't even have an internet connection here, I don't think so. I can't even look it up. But Chevy Chase it comes and goes. Chevy Chase um, was probably if if he was older than we are right now in Christmas Vacation, it was only by a few years. Like he was, no way, he was maybe thirty eight in that. No way. All right, I'm gonna older. I'm gonna use my data he to was look definitely it up. Older because he was thirties probably during the first vacation. Uh, you know what I mean? He like, was definitely thirties, but definitely thirties in European vacation, and that's like ten years. Is that ten Go. years between the two? Not maybe not ten, but I'm gonna say he was definitely forties in Christmas. All right, how much money are you putting on this? Because <laughs> now, now I'm thinking. You yeah. got a sip of my vodka. No, I'm good on that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know what? Now I'm fucking thinking that I'm wrong. But the point being, I'm looking it up right now. But the point being uh, that a lot of times when you, these movies, when we watch these dudes and they were like, and we thought they were like old men, like yep. adults or whatever, they're they were 35. I know. All right, so he was born in 43, and uh, Christmas Vacation came out in 89. So what's that, 43, 53, 63, 45, 46. Yeah, okay, he was older than that. Yeah, he's pushing 50, I knew it. All right, no, you're right. He's gray, and he has old kids. All right, I was wrong, you're right. But, you know, okay, so even, but even in Vacation, like how old would he have been in In the the original original Vacation? vacation? Probably 35. And he's got like like teenage, well not teenage, but like yeah. you know like kids like, and he's going on his family and he's going on vacation. Yeah. I guess people do that, no, but yeah, it's it's, just, that. it's weird for me being at this age and not doing <laughs> not that. taking your family to Wally World. Yeah, right, exactly, or, or yeah. Nah, I know what you mean. I do the same thing sometimes, you know. Like the other day, and I know I, I know that this this one's probably more relatable for people at home. Is uh oh man I'm I'm running through IMDb and I just saw Caddyshack two and I I shuddered for a second. <laughs> you have to shut the show down so we can watch it. No, not Caddyshack two is Caddyshack one. Oh yeah, Caddyshack, yeah, yeah. Caddyshack one is Dan the greatest Aykroyd, movie ever made. Right. Caddyshack two is the worst movie. Yeah, ever that made. is pretty bad with Jackie Mason and yeah, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan Aykroyd took uh, Bill Murray's fucking yeah thing. and made it terrible. <laughs> um, what was I just saying there? Oh, with sports. So I I am a baseball fan. I watch a lot of baseball. Uh, go Mets and uh, um, I just was reading so the Yankees CC uh, Sabathia their pitcher um, just he said fuck the post well they're not in the postseason now they lost the game last night so it doesn't matter but they were on they were going to the wild card game they could have had a chance to play in the postseason and he said fuck it I'm going to rehab I'm one of your best pitchers and I'm not gonna if you guys make what it, do you go to rehab for uh, for Drugs? alcohol for uh, alcohol well. yeah yeah Apparently he was like on all these benders and shit. But anyway, the the stunning point a part of this, and I don't know why I would ever think otherwise, but I'm reading this article and it says Sabathia, comma, thirty-five, comma, and I was like That's kinda old. But but still, like when I look at CC if I ever met CC Sabathia, I'd shake his hand and say, Hi, sir. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like he's I feel like he's at least a decade older than me. Now I know he can't be because he's not gonna be he's not Jamie Moyer, he's not gonna be forty five pitching or whatever. But like when you look at these people sometimes on the mound and I'm I'm sure in other it happens in other sports and football and shit like that, even sometimes the dudes in their like twenties, I feel like they're older than yeah, I am. Yeah, and football's hilarious because those dudes are like twenty one years old, you know what I mean? And and you hear them the commentators talking like five more years till his retirement. <laughs> dudes like retiring at twenty six before I even know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but that's you know, that's the benefit of, uh I mean that's the payoff of uh of devoting your whole life to playing sports right, right. and uh 
and and a lot of people don't get a lot of people do that shit and uh i mean this is why i think that college uh students college sports students especially the football players and like the south the ones that would like it's a big business and everything like that um i think they should get paid and the reason i think that is a lot of people devote their whole life to playing this sport right they go to college they're making other people millions of dollars and then before they could get in the nfl they blow their fucking leg out right right well that's the thing they are considering paying college athletes oh are they yeah it's it's in consideration i don't know how far it's gotten it's not something i follow but I have heard some talk about college athletes being paid, yeah, especially well, I, football. Yeah, and well, football is the the most dangerous, obviously. Yeah. I mean, those that's are- why they retire at thirty five because they don't want to be brain dead. You know what I mean? Giving their whole family the crossface crippler, not knowing. What's well, you going know what? On, you know? Uh, not to get off the crossface crippler football thing, but <laughs> but um, uh, Chevy was forty when the first uh, first vacation vacant came out. Yeah, really? so well. He was thirty eight. Okay, he was thirty seven in Caddyshack, so that's a little bit closer. Yeah. But he looks young in Caddyshack. Fletch. If I if he I was look like young thirties when he was Fletch, uh, what was Fletch before Caddyshack? This is interesting uh, radio probably, we're doing. Probably here. around the same time. My favorite thing is you didn't know what IMDb is. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking ruled. Uh, now I'm looking up his f- filmography. He's been in seventy seven movies. Seventy seven. So, yeah. Well, maybe you know. That's pretty good considering how whacked he was. No, Caddyshack was first. Uh, and Vacation was first. Spies Like Us. European Vacation. And then Fletch in, really? in 1985. Yeah, And then the next year, Three Amigos. Uh, yeah, he had a Bottoms. good 30s, I guess. Yeah. You know? What is your favorite Chevy Chase movie now that we're talking about him? Oh, my God. My favorite. Uh, Three Amigos is definitely up there. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that that could almost fall in more of my favorite movies than Chevy movies, you know, because that is one of my faves. Of apparently, I didn't know this, but apparently that flopped when it came out. Like, that really? wasn't a big... Like, we don't know the the films from, like, the early 80s. Because we weren't going to the movies. We watched them on VHS, <laughs> yeah. so we had no idea if there was, like... So there's some films to us that might be, like, that was the greatest film ever, and then you find out that, it like, nobody liked yeah. it, you know? And, and I think... Well, now it's it's because... I think what happened with that is in syndication and like Channel Eleven would play that movie all the right, time and shit. Right. People started liking it, but when it came out, I don't think it did very well. In the well, yeah, because the main characters, you know, they were hilarious in it, but you know, it took people a while to realize that El Guapo steals that movie and <laughs> is the highlight of every scene. You know what? The one thing I and El Guapo's buddy. <laughs> did the one thing that bothers me about that film, and it has nothing to do with the film because they could not have pre- uh, predicted this, but the resurgence of the word plethora. And and when people, it's, that's it, the best part. It's a funny bit in the film. Yeah, uh, totally funny bit. What? In the that's film. not what plethora means. No, no, it does. Uh, uh. And it's a funny bit in the film. And because it was such a funny bit in the film, then people that was the part of the film that people would quote the most. So like, even the the least funny person in the world would know the plethora bit from Three Amigos. Yeah. And and therefore, from just saying that all the time, you know, like El Guapo, what is a plethora? All that. Now plethora has come back where people use that word <laughs> and it's all because of three amigos yeah, you know yeah. what i mean like nobody no one even know what plethora was well it's certainly not idiot kids or right. you know or whatever didn't know what plethora was so uh, that I, I don't know my dissertation i guess here is that three amigos replanted that word back into the english language yeah, they did. and i i don't I don't like that word. It's yeah. annoying. Like if somebody if somebody comes up to me and, and I or if I'm at a party and I and I say, uh, 
do you have anything to eat? And they 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 smile and, and, say and they a say, "Plethora of food." Yeah, yeah. over here we have a plethora of cheeses. Yeah. I'm like, number one, I know you're just saying that because of Three Amigos. That's why you're <laughs> smiling because you still think it's funny. But also, you kind of think of it. You think it's a big word. Like you think you're using a big word and coming across <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, no, I see that. I see that. But they could say assortment of cheeses. When people say they plethora, could say a wide variety of I cheeses. I still can actually enjoy it. I'm I'm the goofball that laughs. I had a congratulations, I, not funny people. You're making me smile. I didn't say they weren't. What? I never mind. I'm not calling anybody not funny. That is a large cigarette that. No, I know. I hate on you. I thought. Um, I thought last Friday was going to be the drinking show, but you're smoking hundreds and drinking vodka. Yeah, this is like a noop one twenty. I can't stand them. They definitely taste different than the regular ones. But I don't know. You know, you got to smoke what you get. I have not had a cigarette in almost nine years. Believe that. That's awesome. I wish I could do that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they're delicious. So I wanted to, I guess, um, I, I'm, I've, I think, all right, so for the listener at home, I'm, I kind of touched on this a little bit, but I'm at like a total reset point in my life <laughs> where I, I really don't have any responsibilities and I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do for the rest of life, for the rest of my life, how I'm going to live for the rest of my life. Um, and, uh, because the way I was doing it for the last 35 years just didn't work out. It just me and, and the way I was living life, just, you know, my relationship with money, my relationship with women, my relationship with work, all that stuff. Uh, I'm really cars, computers, cars, computers. Yes. I know you hate those things. Yeah. Actually, me and computers get along better now. Really? Yeah. 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 Cause computers, compu- I've, I've figured them out more uh-huh. and, uh, and also they've become easier. My 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 true hate for computers was more back in the, like the mid two thousands where like uh, you know everything was PC, Macs were crazy expensive, and you would buy a printer and you'd be all ex- or like something like that or a scanner and you'd be all excited. And then shit would happen. And then you would go home and you'd plug it in and they wouldn't talk to each other and you have to download drivers <laughs> and the drivers weren't out and like nothing worked all the time. That's when I hated computers. Now for the most part, you plug something in. And it works, whether it's PC or uh, so. But yeah, computers too, all that stuff. That's kind of almost similar to the change in women these days. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because you can't just plug it. You used to have to figure them out. They used to be complicated. Now you can just plug it in and they just shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you're having that uh, very misogynist experience in your life. That is is the exact opposite of me. I I even, with the last uh, serious relationship I was in, was with somebody who uh, I was with. For many reasons, but but um, one of the big reasons was because she was, uh, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but simple. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, she kind of was just go went with the flow and and was like cool about most stuff and no everything games, like that. Nothing to figure out. Well, not until the end, and, and uh, until true colors yeah, shining through. But um, but yeah, and uh, so that was what I was looking for because my last relationship before that was with oh, some some really quick. Did uh, she was the only girl that I've ever dated that was quicker than I was? And I'm not saying that I'm like I don't know. If she was quicker than you. She, she kept was. up with you. No, she was. You think? Yeah, she yeah, she. She, I, I'll honestly admit that when we would get into like battle of wits conversations where we're trying to out sarcasm each other and everything like that, she'd she win. She'd win like eighty five percent of the time. Yeah, that, Lindsay was a fucking uh, pretty intelligent chick, and she was a whip. And um, so, 
But that relationship burned out so bad. And mostly a lot of the reason for that was um, because it was kind of these two people trying to like out sarcasm yeah, yeah. each other all the time, you know? And like the reason we were attracted to each other was ultimately one of the reasons. A battle of wits. Yeah. So the next girlfriend I got involved with w- was not that. And that's not a bad thing, you know no. what I mean? But that's just not one of her, her traits. She, uh, you know, I don't even know why I'm assessing my girlfriend right now. But anyway, the whole point was that you had said that it's easy now. Yeah, but even the easiest chick that, that I was with it turned out not being easy. So I don't know. It might be me. It's uh, it probably is me. No, it's chicks. <laughs> so the point. <laughs> so the point of this. Well, you're dating someone right now, mm-hmm. and would you consider her to be uh to be a no uh, nonsense kind of gal? Like she's she's down with hanging. Yeah, absolutely. There's no, no like mind games no, or anything like no that. No games, no nothing. It's, just, it's very simple. Well, see, that's it's good. And how long have you guys been seeing each other? Um, about eight months. Okay, eight months, and it's a little uh, early to tell. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm not that I'm rooting for that. I hope right, but at this at this age, at this point in life, like I've totally given up on the representative thing. You know what I mean? And the I what? know sh- the representative thing. How you know you display your best self for the first few months of a relationship until like the true you starts shining through. Well, yeah, but I I don't think that's a conscious thing. I think that no, right. even if even yeah. if you even if you consciously try to strip that away. It's still gonna come out, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. it's just it is just the you way you are. You still put a little extra butter on there. Yeah, I mean, it's human nature. Yeah, yeah, you true. know what I mean. But I mean, it's just it, it's there's no games, there's no nothing. You know what I mean? There's none of that bull crap that you know. I've just been through so much of that crap that yeah, if, if there yeah. was even a scent of it in the air, I would have definitely turned the other way. But well, it's hard to tell sometimes, you know. Sometimes, well, sometimes it takes five years to tell, you know, or 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 whatever. I mean, you know. That's actually one of the um, one of the reasons that I've been so slow into kind of pursuing any real relationship. You know what I mean? Like, uh, um, I, and I, I have no desire. It's been almost a year since I left my last relationship, and I still don't really have any desire to like date date somebody. You know what I mean? There's no, always it's good to be single for a while. Yeah, there's so. always going to be people that you're hanging out with. But as far as like finding another girlfriend, because. I it's almost like I don't want to eventually have to deal with all the craziness that's going to happen, mm-hmm. and that's not saying the girls are crazy. Um, I'm 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 putting myself I'm putting myself crazy. into this as well. You know what I mean? It's You're a fifty right, fifty right. thing either way. Um, but yeah, it, like it, it's almost at this point I've been through so many of them that I thought were the right and then fell apart. That now, like the next one, I'm probably going to be sitting there going like, you know, like it's going to be in that like honeymoon phase in the beginning. And I'm going to be sitting there going like, yeah, everything's cool right waiting, now. But waiting. when is this <laughs> shit coming out? And that's not the way you should go into a relationship. No, definitely not. I got to I got to wait for that shit to clear. I did not want to talk about relationships. What I wanted to talk about um, and get your opinion on, because I'm, I'm kind of teeter toddling on this a little bit. But um, I'm I've. I'm really changing my life a lot. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so I, I've went through a pretty, a pretty decent physical transformation. You would Absolutely, say, yeah. um, I'm not there yet, but that was a big part of it. That's a big part of this. No, you're looking uh, good. Left my job of 12 years that I hated, um, without a really a plan on on how to just my savings and whatever, and, and made some conce- and concessions in order to to live without a job for a while. Why why I do all the things I need to do. A bunch of mental reprogramming I've done. I'm, I'm super into meditation. I've I've almost all but stopped drinking and stuff like that. Um, only on Friday shows, and uh, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> lie. Well, yeah, for the most part, though, that was the last time I drank was that show. No, yeah. it's good. It's good. Uh, anyway. It, I'm not sitting here trying to say like, oh, I did this, I did this. I'm just trying to outline the things that I've done and how far, changing, how yeah. far I've come. Yeah, no, it's in it's basically totally about eight about eight months. 
So, but I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out a plan for the, for the rest of my life. And, and here's the thing. I consider myself an artistic person. I don't know if you would agree or not, but I, I would definitely agree. Okay. Thank you. Um, and I, I don't know what I want to do for the rest of my life, but what I know that I don't want to do now is, uh, I, I just, I can't do an office job. I don't, right. I don't want to do sales. Right. I don't want to do any of that shit. Um, sales management, which is what I used to do. Any of that stuff. I just don't want to do it. I, at first, I was kind of uh, faking myself out, and I was saying, as long as it's a nine-to-five and you can pursue your interest on the weekends and the nights or whatever. Um, so now I'm looking down the barrel of, I guess I'm becoming one of those people that uh, money, money's never been important to me, but I always did look at money as a uh, a source of relief from your problems, you know? That right? is what it is, yeah. Right, but I always just figured, you know, I always just did the thing of like, oh, you know, if I can make 50 grand a year, I'd be, I'd be cool. And then you make 50 grand a year and you're like, it shit's still stressful. And then you're like, if I can make 65 grand a year, I'd be cool. And then you make 65 grand a year and you're like, Shit's still stressful. I I've I haven't made much more than that in my life, but I'm just going to guess as far as it goes up, there's no cap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it also depends on how you live. Well, well, this is what I'm getting at. So, um, I I've kind of submitted myself. I, of course, I want to make as much money as possible in life. However, I don't want to sacrifice any more of my life to do that towards things that I don't like. So, I guess the balance for me is that. Uh, I'm I'm going to pursue the things in life that I enjoy to do that I consider myself good at doing, i.e. this that we're doing here, uh-huh. or or whether it's a musical thing or comedy or comedy writing, all the stuff that I do on my um I'm, now I'm throwing up those air quotes uh the flying off, shrimp off time <laughs> yeah the flying <laughs> shrimp in my personal time, um and but now I I kind of think that that is just what I want to do and the the money the lack thereof or the abundance of that comes with that is is what i'm gonna have to live with you see what i'm saying right right because you'll be more happier with the lifestyle than you would with the amount of checks you're cashing right basically the thing is is that i just i want to i want to do something that i'm interested in doing and i know everybody you know there's there's a million websites out there that that are devoted this people take advantage of people out there that, that are looking for this of course the follow your dream thing and everything is what everybody wants to do and i'm not trying to make it as like uh as like sweet and saccharine kind of like that. I'm not saying like, oh, I'm pursuing my dream, live life and all that stuff. I, I know what you're saying. I just now, I just now know at 35 years old, after working a job that I didn't like for 12 years, um, that I would rather do what I like doing on a daily basis and be poor than doing something that I don't want, that I don't like doing That's for really the rest good. of my life and, and really be, good. and be rich or, or poor or whatever. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So this is what I'm, it's all, it, it almost comes back to what we were saying the other day. Like a day in your life is a day in your life and you're going to, you're going to do what you got to do to make you happy for that day. You know, and it doesn't revolve around money or things you got. It revolves around doing what you like to do. Right. Having a good time. Well, it's, but it's a scary proposition when we are raised and bred in this world that that you just you know like i never even thought of the way i'm thinking right now i mean that's always been in the back of my head and i've been an artist and i've performed and stuff like that but um i I, in the back of my head i always just thought okay you need to make money you need to make this amount of money whatever the you know upper middle class people make you need to at least make that amount of money so that you could you know get a family and get a house and you know do that kind of thing and um it's hard to to think 
to think about money otherwise than that. You know, and, you know. I like, got you. And in the back of my head, I still think that way. Anyway, the whole the whole thing I'm getting at is that I've been I've been I've been nothing but reading for eight months. That's another thing. It's just constant. Rev- I couldn't even tell you the amount of books I've read. Sometimes I read two books in a day if I'm not if I don't have anything like this to do or anything like that. And I've been studying a lot on different stuff and and reading a lot of people's stories and everything. And I think I've found something that will work in my life. And, but I don't even like saying the word of it because it sounds like I'm like, uh, like I'm, I'm trying to join a cult or something like that. What do you mean? Like a certain type of lifestyle, a certain type of lifestyle, at least an alternative lifestyle. No, I'm not. I'm not. not, Although I would love to, there's no way I could turn myself gay. It'd be nice, but (laughs) I just, I, 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 that's like a new term to me. I heard being used a lot recently and I just find it fascinating. Alternative lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, does it mean gay? Uh, I I think when normally when they say alternative lifestyle, I think that's the number really? one beacon. I yeah. think it means just like you, you know, not your normal like nine to five, wife and kids, blah blah. blah. I think it means like doing whatever and kind of just like living uh, living life by your own terms and it just not be the stereotypical Donna Reed type lifestyle. You know, like right, Hi, honey, I'm home. You oh, so I mean? you're saying you're saying that a uh, uh, like a single guy, or let's say Maybe. like two guys in their 40s who are, who aren't in relationships, like uh, live with each other in an apartment yeah, or something like any, that. That's an alternative kind of, lifestyle. Yeah, that could be considered an alternative lifestyle. You know what? Or... You might be a little bit more open than me because, to be honest, and I, I am the least homophobic person on the face of the planet. Every time that I've read alternative lifestyle in print, usually I gay. usually just yeah. I just thought gay. You know, I, I could mean? be wrong. I could be. I wrong. guess if you're a fucking but if you're like a Nazi s- sympathist or something, that's also just I, going by like the the you know the meaning of the word alternative. You know, I don't think alternative means gay. I think alternative means alternative, like just an alternative to the norm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, I totally get what you're saying, and I'm not even, arguing with even you. Even the way they, you know, they came up with a genre of music that they titled alternative that's because they couldn't put it into at the time you know it was alternative to everything it was else. alternative right. to everything else there well was, maybe that's what an alternative lifestyle is is you you tie a flannel around your waist and watch 120 minutes i would be totally cool with that <laughs> i would live that for the rest of my life i would do anything to have kennedy come back into my life Seriously. i miss i miss that chick yeah and if you know if i if i was like just totally you know stricken to only three cds belly would be one of them <laughs> Because <laughs> you want know, to feed the tray. Yeah, belly yeah. means alternative. You would belly and the breeders. And, I, that's uh, what I think of when I think of alternative. I think of belly, the breeders. You know who I think of? Uh, you know who comes to mind the most when I think of alternative music is uh, Matthew Sweet. Matthew Sweet's up there. He is up there. Um, but uh, Pavement. Yeah, they're alternative. Yeah, even Definitely. just even Dinosaur Junior. Dinosaur, of course. No, I, um, uh, even the, the cover of uh, Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain. Is alternative? Just that cover for some reason. Like, if, if you were to say alternative, I think that's the first thing that's going to flash into my, my head is that cover of that, which is an amazing album. Yeah, I love that band. Um, so now we're totally off what we're saying. But, <laughs> but you know, it, it's, it sticks with the, the term alternative, you know? like but The alternative lifestyle. The alternative lifestyle, the alternative music, you know. Right. Someone it's, is calling me. It's just an alternative. Nobody ever calls me. Is it an alternative call? I, I think it might be. Um, then I'll turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, okay. This is what I'm thinking about is I think I'm going to become, and I've kind of been, the, this is the, one of the reasons that I, I feel so comfortable doing this 
and it's not like a switch. I'm not joining a cult or anything like that, but I'm really going to move towards this. And I feel like I've kind of lived like this my whole life is I think I'm going to become a minimalist. Are you familiar with what minimalism is? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm only familiar with the term because of art, because of my art teachings. Right. Yeah, right. Minimalist art, obviously. I get the term. Yeah. So same thing relates to life, you know. But... um, I've been reading a lot about it. I've read a couple books on it. Um, read some some things with people that are like uh, like really into it and do it. And I think that's the way that I want to live life. And the reason I'm talking about it on here is that it's an interesting thing for me that I'm I'm like logically sitting down and trying to plan out at least like an outline that I'm going to follow for the rest of my life. Not the type of thing of like, oh, I'm going to you know, be in this career and make this much money. Right, Just right. that no matter what goes on in my life, professionally, romantically, everything else, I'm, I'm going to have a foundation to my life. And I think, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And I think that foundation is going to be minimalism. That's a good idea. It, it keeps things, you know, on an even keel, if you will. I just think, yeah, I just think, especially if I want to pursue more creative things, um, the, the less stuff that you have, and that's not all minimalism is. But uh, but the first thing is you basically just get rid of all your stuff. And, and once you get rid of all your stuff, you um, and there's some extreme shit out there. Like there, there's one dude that does like the hundred items or less challenge. And the thing is, is like you're supposed to live your whole life with only a hundred items or less. Um, and, and see, that sounds more like a challenge. Right. And that's kind of yeah, that's kind of like kitschy and yeah, kitschy yeah. and weird and uh, it, it, whatever, you know, so I, I'm not into it that much, but. The idea that really caught on to me is that you only possess things that that truly add value to your life, right? I get that. So, like, I wouldn't sell... Well, okay, so let's bring up my guitars. I For the people at home listening, I have a shit ton of guitars. I, have a lot of guitars. I sold guitars for a very long time. I got them. I'm, I'm an avid guitar player and fan. Um, I got them at a very cheap price. Uh, so, you know, in the same way that if you sell cars, you, you end up with a different car every month, whatever, that kind of thing. So I, except instead of trading the guitars back in, I just kept them all. So I have a shit ton of guitars. And uh, I was thinking about this because every single one of those guitars does mean something to me. I don't. See, that would be tough with guitars. I don't like getting rid of any guitars. Especially if you use them all for shows and you think. But I don't. That's ever- the thing. You know, I don't like there's certain ones, the Telecaster that I used and the Stratocaster that I use in our bands. Um, There's a couple, my SG that I can't get rid of that Telecaster. No, I won't. Yeah. And there's an SG that I play now that I love and I just functionality wise is my favorite guitar. I play that all the time. I want to get rid of it. There's another, you know, whatever. I'm not going to throw out my guitars, but, but um, I was thinking about that because that was the first thing when I thought about getting rid of all my stuff, that was the first thing that kind of like pinged my, like, like gave me a little sting of like, oh, but I don't want to get rid of any of those. And I thought about it. And some of them do have sentimental value, whether they were purchased for me by somebody or something like that. So those I understand. But I can't I can't play short of having like, uh, you know, a, a Les Paul or an SG for one sound and a Strat and a Tele for another sound right, and right. your acoustic and stuff like that. Sure. But once the sound requirements are kind of uh, taken care of, I can't justify having that many guitars. I'm never going to play them. And and, and uh, so how, how many of you were just to throw out a number? How many guitars do you think you have? Um, probably right now twenty. I really? Say. Yeah, yeah, twenty guitars. See, I, I can only picture ten. The other ten, yeah. I have no clue what they. Yeah, are. well, they're all packed away in different places. That's, that's what awesome. I'm saying. Some of them I haven't seen. Is that including the mandolin category and the? Acoustic yeah, right. That, yeah, that's the acoustic and, and, so, like and any, the, stringed any stringed instrument, instrument. right? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but so yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do with that. You know, like I I actually pined over that a little bit. My first thing was okay, I'm not going to get rid of any of them. 
then I was then I thought to myself, well, I'm not going to just blindly get rid of any of them or sell them. You know what I mean? Like, I, like because it's not a monetary thing. Like turning one of those guitars into cash isn't going to make me feel any better. Nah, make you feel worse. Right. And then I so then I thought, well, m- my father um, has a studio in which we do this podcast out of. Sometimes uh, every Friday we do the podcast out of. And he's he's a guitar player and he has a lot of guitars in there. So my thing was, okay, I'm going to, you know, I, as I move on in my life, I'm just going to leave all of them there with him, you know, um, and maybe even say I'm giving them to him. And then that but I don't know if that's cheating or not. You know, I, I don't know. So now this is what I think. No I comment. Yeah. You think it's cheating, right? It's not cheating. It's just you're keeping them. Right, right, because they're going to be there, and yeah. and you know, I know, and I thought of that. I believe me, I thought of all this. I'm I'm not looking for an easy way out here. I'm I'm struggling with this stuff, but it's good because it really makes you think of everything that you have in your life. You know, I would think the most, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to tell you what to do or anything, but I think the most gratifying thing would possibly be donating it to a school yeah. that's not getting funding for music. Right. Or some kid that can't afford a guitar that's dying to learn. That is correct, sir. You know, that is exactly what I was getting at. Because by turning it into money, you spend that money, and then you're like, wow, that's all that guitar was worth? Yeah, Me right. paying a bill? And the, yeah, <laughs> and the point, the point of this whole thing, it, it has nothing to do with money. Of you course, know? of yeah, course. So, that's why I'm saying it would be a disappointing thing if you turn it Well, I guess it has to do with money in the way that it allows you... If you're not buying frivolous items and you don't have a lot of upkeep on items, just the things that you really need in your life, it does kind of correlate to money in a little bit, whereas you don't need to make as much money to survive. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the things... Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. That way, I understand. I, I thought we were talking about turning your guitars into money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were. And and the point that I'm... And what you said is exactly what I came down to, is that I think there there are some guitars, let's say five of them, that I'm not getting rid of. They're they're important to me. I do use them. They do add value to my life. Um, all those things. There's another, you know, another plethora. A, oh Jesus! <laughs> another. I had to. No, I, had I understand. To. Um, uh, it's, it was better than your fucking pun before. All right. Uh, the um, I'll give you that. <laughs> that was pretty terrible. If um, that's exactly what I came down to is if I meet somebody who like a young kid who is looking to get in a guitar. And he's like a good dude or something like that. Then I'm just gonna give him a guitar. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is really cool. So that's my solution to that, and that might change. But there's a lot of other things like uh, clothes you don't wear, yep. Um, electronics that you don't use, mm-hmm. uh, fucking, I mean, cars, houses, all these things. You know, I like I see. That's why I'm saying that I kind of think that I've lived this already because I got rid of my car five years ago and never looked back. And granted, I was living in a city atmosphere, so it didn't really matter. But I've been living in in the suburbs for a little bit now, and I haven't had a car. I don't care. I'll use Uber or I'll ride my bike or I'll walk or whatever, you know, like unless I needed a car to get back and forth to a job or something like that, then that becomes a necessity. Yeah. But just to have a car to have a car, you know, things like that. So I don't know. Hey, man, I've been living without a car on and off for since I was 17. (laughs) Yeah, but that's because you were forced. Two years off, two years on, two years off. Yeah, but that wasn't by your choice. That was just like that was the state taking your license away. Um, so I don't know. That's, I, I'm, I'm only talking about it because it's a decision that I made recently. And also I think it might be interesting for me to keep touching on it through this podcast because I'm literally starting it now and I don't know how fast it's going to progress, how slow it's going to progress. I guess my ultimate plan, and I read this on a couple different blogs and I, I understand I, there might be people at home listening to this and saying, <clears throat> well, minimalist people, like, cause a lot of them are like these douches that are just pushing their ebook and trying to make passive income on the internet and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I've, I've, I think that I've... You're actually doing it for yourself. You're not doing it for any type of... Right, but I'm even just talking about the mentors that I'm reading on the internet. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I think that I've sifted through the bullshit and kind of come down to the core purposes, yeah, yeah, you know? I and I was reading on one blog um, that uh, what somebody had done, and I think this makes a lot of sense, is they, they packed... Uh, they moved into a new apartment. So they're embracing minimalism. They sold their house. They moved into a small apartment... And they boxed up everything that they had, including like their furniture. They obviously didn't box that up, but they put it in the corner and everything. And then, as they were unpacking their their uh, all their stuff, they they made three three or four different um, categories. One was absolutely have to keep. Another one was donate. Another one was sell, and another one was throw away. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that forces you to go through everything that you own and l- really ask yourself for every single item. Yeah does this add any value to my yeah. life? And then if it doesn't, then decide, can I make money off of it? Should it just go into trash? Can somebody else use it? Will it add value to somebody else's life? And, you know, so again, I, it comes back to girls. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, that's another thing, I guess, if we're going to get deeper into this, but let me talk, but <laughs> the point is, is that I am right now in a situation where I'm, I'm looking for a place to live. And so sooner than later, I will have an apartment to move all my stuff, which is now sitting in storage into. And at that point, I think I'm going to do this exercise and I'm going to see yeah. how it turns out and I'll let you guys know. Yeah. Well, before you throw shit out, let me know. Cause, you know what I mean? I don't want you to throw shit. Cause out you that. love shit. I, yeah. I don't want you to throw shit out that I don't want you to throw out. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I get that. That's cool. Well, you could come over and like, we'll, don't throw out the Kramer. We could do the Kramer was stolen. I don't. Yeah. The Kramer was stolen. The Kramer was. Uh, it, it's not the painting from Seinfeld. It's it's a uh, it's a guitar company, um, uh, and uh, they made metal axes back in the day. And it was my first guitar that my father gave me. And, um, and I, it's nowhere around. I get. I know who stole it. Um, I gave it to my brother uh, after I moved had moved on to a, another guitar, and he brought it someplace and left it someplace, and somebody. And stole you know it. who has this thing? Well, he doesn't have it anymore. It's all right. We've come to terms with it. We made peace. I'm not cool with this. (laughs) Or it doesn't matter. (laughs) So in relation to, um, you were just uh, IMing him. Oh, damn. Really? Yeah. So, uh, and we've talked about it. It's no big deal. It's over with. Here's the thing. So you're getting mad over a possession that I don't care about. But see, I'm a very nostalgic person. I understand. You know what I mean? I keep shit. That will just remind me of the simplest day that I once shared on a summer's eve, and it will be like a piece of paper that's ripped in a certain direction. I do the same thing. You know I, I, mean? I I have a Definitely. big I have a big blue bin that has like every ticket stub of yeah, every event or movie stuff. that I've ever gone to. That's I have weird, all that. Mine's in a blue box too. Yeah, yeah. It's strange. But, but um, that's gonna be a part of this because part of it is even if you think of that as not invading your space, but but clutter is a big part of it, right? I understand, you know, and and a lot of things that I heard people say is that you you get over the the sentimentality. I think I just made up a word there, but you guys understand. What I know I'm saying. what it means. <laughs> uh, that um uh like by the, getting rid of it. Because you then understand that it's not this piece of paper that's making you remember your your ex girlfriend or your aunt or whatever it is. The, the memory's in your fucking head anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you don't. But you need that spark to remind you because there's there's a, you know I save a lot of shit and like I used to save way more shit. I threw out a lot a lot of stuff right. that I considered to be like you know memory stuff. You know what I mean? And I threw out a lot of it. 
some, you know, I did save a good box worth, you know, and sometimes, you know, usually when I move, because it's not like I go through the box and I'm like, hey, remember this day to myself, you know, <laughs> but like, you know, when I move, I'll usually go through my shit and I'm like, oh, look at this, look at that, you know, and when I see these things, it reminds me of something. And even though the memory is in my head, that will spark the memory. Yeah. So you'll look I'll remember at remember more of it. You'll look at a photograph and then uh, and then of of a time that you might not have remembered, and it'll bring you back mm-hmm. to that. And I understand that. I'm not going to get rid of all my photographs. It's not that, but but maybe you know my fucking uh, movie stub to the first Iron Man in 2008. I could throw it. You know what you. I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you know that kind of thing. Yeah, like I have a whole thing of like I still have all my concert stubs, no doubt. And I'll never throw that out. But I have a whole thing of movie stubs that. I've never looked at once in my life. Right. I've checked out my concert stubs. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I have actually gone I, I that see box. that. I, I, I'm, I, I don't know about my concert stubs. I, I have them. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. See, that's what I'm saying. That's what makes this whole that's thing. something you got to keep. I don't know. This is well, why. Let I, me get them. I'm not going to. Well, you didn't. <laughs> I'll well, remind maybe, you. Maybe okay. some of them. I'll call you up and be like, yo, man, remember no facts in 07? But that's, <laughs> that's not getting rid of them. You know what I mean? That that and and again, I'm not saying which way is right or which way is wrong, <laughs> but that's what makes this interesting. Is that sooner or later I'm going to have to confront all that, and yeah. and then you know, so yeah, because you know, there's a million things to be said about that. Like the you know, your clutter clutters you. The things you own oh, end no, up right, owning, owning you. Yeah, yeah. You know, you keep one foot in yesterday and one foot in tomorrow. You shit all over today. You know what I mean? I've never heard that last you one, but that one? you shit all over See, today. See, that, that's one that, you know, I've thought about a lot because, you know, I'm Mr. Nostalgia. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll, it's terrible to live in the past. It's, you know, probably the worst thing you could do because you totally neglect the future and the, actually the things you're living in at the moment. But it's, yeah, but it's I'm, also, I was going to say, it's also not good to live in the future either. But True. Yeah. Well, like we just said, you know, one yeah. foot in today, one foot in tomorrow. I mean, one foot in yesterday, one foot in tomorrow. But um, I've always, for some reason, thought, you know, yesterday was better. Yesterday was better. You know what I mean? And 10 years from now, I'll look at today and be like, today was better. You know? Right. You got to break yourself of that. That is one of the, I was that way, too. And, and, I've, I, and I've slowly taught myself. And I haven't mastered it yet, but I've slowly taught myself. To, it's tough. And the, I know the words that are going to come out of my mouth right now are going to be the corniest thing that I've said in a long time, but bear with me. No, I'm good with corny. To live in the now. Yeah. And it's true. It, 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 live it, in the now. It's true. I mean, <laughs> it, you don't have to read the Eckhart Tolle books or all those things, you know, uh, to figure this simple concept out. And what that concept is, is that if, you, if you're um, anxious if you think about the future, and you're depressed if you think about the past, and that's that. And and and, yeah. but there's also no reason to think about either because neither of them exist. Right. You know, whatever whatever right. has happened has happened. There's nothing you well can change said. about it. Well said. And well, well, this isn't me. I mean, these are these. No, are, but I like that. Right. I've never heard that. I no. Mean, it, it goes along with everything else, but just those words. Yeah. Th- that that's the point. Is uh um it, you know it. it you can only focus on today and the only po- the only positive uh you know uh thing to do is to focus on what's happening right now you know and you, then you could like micro that the down the only thing that's real it's the only thing that's real right. you don't know what's going to happen a, right. a fucking uh shit from an air- a condensed shit from an airplane could fall in this apartment right now <laughs> right. and kill us yeah and also the fucking your your cunty girlfriend from 3 years ago whatever she did to you or whatever that doesn't exist anymore either so why get upset right. about that and why worry about what's going to happen right. you know i in my in my um experience the most miserable people in, that i know 
are people that worry about the future constantly. Mm-hmm. And whether that's they're worried about their about getting into a car accident in a car that they're in, or whether that's they're worried about if they're going to lose their job in a year or 10 years from now. Yeah. Or, Living every day in anxiety. Yeah, it just it's yeah. just no way to live because there's no way that you could even know if you're going to be alive tomorrow. So, right. you know, like... Uh, yeah, so living in the now is definitely something that I've taught myself. And meditation has a lot to do with that. Well, that you know, that, that, that brings the whole ride it till the wheels fall off thing into a new light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Now you're going to go further in the debt. the wheels get... are turning. They're not off yet. <laughs> you know? Although there's been a few times where I was like, damn, the wheels are off. But yeah. The you wheels know, fall off quickly. You just whip out the old jack. When you when you uh when you proclaim ride it to the wheels fall off, <laughs> normally the wheels fall off immediately after I that. I know. And they fall off for a really fucking long time and there's no mechanic around that is willing You're to put them back on and, and calibrate them. <laughs> And uh, right. a lot of times you just have to abandon that car, Flintstone it. light it on fire without its wheels, <laughs> and move on to the next Listen car. To the horn go, <laughs> and then ride that car until the wheels come off that car, and then start the process all over again. At least that's been my life. I feel like that was a big blue baby blue reference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't talking physically about I cars. Know, I know, I know. Um, but yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Like. You know, I, as soon as I would get into the mindset of right until the wheels fall off, usually the wheels fall off. You know, and <laughs> it's it's because it's because it's it's because you're so you're so animate about making every moment count that you don't care about going into debt or hurting someone's yep. feelings or any yep. of that shit. You know, I know. Yep, I know. I've done it myself. You're you're better at it. You're better at the whole crash and burn than I am. But I've definitely done it. <laughs> Um, but the one other thing that I wanted to say about, uh, about minimalism because you brought up girls and, uh, I've been thinking about this and I also think this is interesting that, um, that I could kind of keep up with is I'm a single guy and eventually I'm going to want to get into a relationship again. And I don't know how that's going to work because short of like starting to go to like minimalist meets and shit like that which I'm not going to do because like I said I'm not joining a cult I'm just trying to adopt a better what way of living. What is that you go up to drink? Want to have a little sex? <laughs> I listen, I don't own any condoms so that's not possible. I've thrown them all out. Um no, but uh I I think that's going to be interesting because th- there's not going to be a lot of money since I'm I'm pursuing creative uh you know pursuits uh I, there's not gonna be a lot of money, you know, and uh, and in my experience, whether they say it or not, and I'm not I'm not pigeonholing every woman because I've I've known women that aren't like this, but uh, most of them care about money and not so maybe not like oh buy me fucking ring, diamond rings and fur coats, yeah. but are we gonna be comfortable? Which right, is understandable. Right, right, right. It's an right. understandable thing, you know, like money adds comfort. And, uh, you know, and women want to be comfortable constantly, you know, right. that's why you don't really see women living in their vans. You just see dudes living in their vans because dudes don't give a fuck about living in their vans. But right. women do, you know, that kind of thing. So as I'm getting as as I'm dipping my toe back in the dating world and now adopting this new lifestyle that I hope I'm going to stick with, that contrast between those two things, I think, is going to be interesting because, you know, I bring a chick back to my apartment and there's. A fucking couch, no television, a, you know, a couple guitars and a bed, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's going to think, like, if she doesn't know me, if it hasn't already been established, she's going to think either, like, well, this guy's fucking, uh, like, broke or he uh, just sits there and stares at a white wall all day <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be a weird thing. Yeah, but, but that also, you know, it puts you in a good situation because 
you know, you find the girl that is cool with that and you find yourself a keeper. That is that is my you know? point here. And 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 I think I'm going down the right path um, is that what I want instead of trying to find somebody else that makes me happy, which is, I think, what I did my whole life. And then thinking that things are going to fall into place after that. What I'm doing now is I'm setting up a lifestyle for myself that I'm not willing to compromise on. Right. And then so that way the person who comes into and, and you know I'll be flexible so they don't have to be it's not going to be like when yeah. when Jerry Seinfeld dates Janine Garofalo and they're the same person, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> like uh like I you know, but if they're if they're cool enough to deal with that or they're open-minded enough to like to see how that's you know or respect the fact or whatever that already you know someone that's into you that and not right into the shit you got right exactly yeah. so it all yeah. fall but I think it'll be interesting as I'm dating and bringing and bringing uh, hopefully various women back to my apartment you know see that's what that's what always would put uh, you know put me in, in a lighted mood more than a dark because I know I don't got shit and I know my life is <laughs> <laughs> I know my life is rubble. You know what I mean? So when I find a chick that digs me, it's like, wow, you actually like me because to put up with all this crap that is RTG, you got to be a strong chick and you got to actually like me because who the hell would put up with this crap? But does it worry you? And I'm not judging here, but does it worry you that maybe when you are at your lowest um, that the people you attract are are there too? You know what I mean? So it it might not be like change me. Not change you, but that happens, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I'm saying, like, maybe, like, uh, you know, maybe some girls you've dated, um, let's just say, at the like the bottom of your drug addiction or whatever, you know, like, could they be people that that are long term because they're probably in the same situation that you're in? No, that that's never happened. I mean, I, I was just in a relationship that lasted way longer than it was supposed to. Right. Um, I don't know if that was because of the drugs, but in it, it was over way before it was completely over. Oh, I understand you know? that. Yeah, and you know there was a lot of hanging on. I guess because of the drugs, but there was no emotional commitment there. Like there, there was there was free roaming without any problem. So okay, let me was... let me ask you about this relationship, and I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Did you leave her? Or did she leave you? Um, it it started as a mutual thing because of distance. Yeah. Okay. You know. Right. But then you know there was some dabbling upon visits, and you know there was a there was a move back home that allowed us to spend more time together. But you know, ultimately, in the end, I mean, it, you it, can say it's mutual. It doesn't there? Doesn't matter. Well, because there was a lot of back and forth. You know what I okay, mean? Okay, so yeah, right. But ultimately, like uh like this always happens, but ultimately who like tried to make last contact? If if you want to say that, not me. Okay. So so let's just go on the fact that you left her, right? And it doesn't matter because there's always it's, right. it's like, never. I wouldn't say that. It's I not the fucking that, relationships but. are not like the movies. You don't you don't say we're breaking up and then never see each other again. It just right. doesn't happen, especially if you you right. live within a radius of each other. There's always, I mean, there's uh, I have this whole thing where it, always one year after I break up with a girl, I always end up hanging out with them again. I don't understand why. And there's always like little things yeah, like you just that, can't touch I'm sure and stuff. That like happens that. to anyone that ends up single and not with anyone. But else. like, but uh, but so, but if you're the one that stops talking to them, then then that shows that you're. Well, the that's one. what I'm saying. Like I did. I mean, we kind of just stopped talking to each other. There was like some, you know, 
things were getting like things were getting bad back and forth. So we just kind of stopped talking to each other. But when you said who's you know who was the last one to try and make contact, you know, I'm going by that because you know there was a recent moment where you know I was tried to brought. I was someone tried to bring me to a situation where I was with that person in the same room. Okay, right, right. And she was making me feel really uncomfortable. So you said that. fuck this someone out of this, basically. At, at that moment. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was at that moment that we're talking about, I was already with somebody else. There okay. Was no question in my mind. But she was sitting there like thought she could sit there and like make faces at me and look at me like I'm a piece of meat. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it made me feel really fucking uncomfortable wow. to the point where I was like, I'm never going to talk to this person ever again. Okay, so that's what I'm getting at. So then you said to yourself, I'm never going to talk to this person ever again. Yeah. And and um and if you guys and is she still like bad with stuff? I have no idea. Okay. All right. And it, that doesn't really matter. But I guess what I'm saying is that like even at the bottom of your of your drug abuse and and whatever you you want to you were going through um you were still able to kind of be like i don't want to be with this person you know what i mean like right right yeah and, no. and and still being able to be like there's other people out there for me you know yeah i mean i i, I i'm a girlfriend type of guy like i always end up with a girlfriend I, you know what i mean i, I don't purposely plan it that way you know what i mean that's the way things work out with me you know what i mean and I, I enjoy being with somebody but i would never classify myself as a codependent okay never you know what i mean because yeah. i enjoy being single <clears throat> you know some of the f- best times of my life were single yeah totally you know what i mean but you know i do enjoy the comfort of a lady <laughs> <laughs> and don't can't, we all can't deny that yeah okay i mean yeah it makes sense i it's just hard to it's just hard to navigate with the whole situation, especially when you're in in bottoms in your life, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, which which I I think I'm digging out of one now, and um, that was one of the reasons why I I haven't even resigned myself to dating like at all, you know, like uh, short of the couple people that I've seen in this last you know uh, almost year or so. You know, like I, I'd never even thought like, okay, it's time for me to get another girlfriend. Yeah, it's like take care of me before I take care of you. Right, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, the whole the whole minimalism thing. Um, I just wanted to explain maybe a little bit what I'm trying to do. I'm not acting like I have any answers. I'm not acting like. I think it's a good path to start on. I think, I think I think it is. I mean, I I think it, I just I didn't just read one blog yesterday, and I'm talking about this now. Right, right. I've been like looking into this for months yeah, now. No, you know I, what I mean? And I think I'm think ready to make really the jump cool. to do it. I think it's really cool. so, and I think it's really cool to. I think it's a really cool way to realize your own self worth. You know what I mean by cutting out all the crap and. You know, and taking away all the things that you think define who you are, but don't. Right, and I'm, you know I'm looking. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to, to figuring that out. You know, because that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just looking forward to. It. See, like I, I'm in a biased position here. Like I know you, dude. Like there's <laughs> no, you know what I mean. No matter how many guitars you get or whatever you accomplish, like I, I know everything about you. So like I'm, not, I can't sit here and be like, uh, I'll, I'll maybe I'll when when you go minimalist, maybe I'll see who Dev is. You know what I mean? No, and I don't think I'm going to change fundamentally. Like um, I might be a little bit happier and stuff like that. I'm definitely not going to. One thing but I, I've noticed changing you. I've noticed change. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, okay, all right. I, I've noticed. You, it. You're it's, saying since we've since a, we've reconnected and yes, during this podcast. Yes, it's it's a hundred percent positive. 
Okay. Yeah. There's that not, is something I work on. I've been working on. It is so positive. Yeah. You know, and, and I notice it. But. Well, I know one thing that I, I that I will not do, and and it might sound uh, it might sound weird saying this because I just talked about it for twenty minutes, but one thing that I I know that I won't do, and I've never done in my life, is preach to other people about it. Right. Right. You know, I'm well, just you're not. You're talking about yeah, yourself. Yeah. I'm just setting this up here to like because if people are listening to this. It's something that I'm probably going to keep talking about. Like, I think it'll be interesting. Like, I'll I'll come in and I'll tell you something I got rid of, and you could tell me if I was fucking crazy or not. Yeah. Or I'll tell you if and it's I'll making me happier. Garbage. <laughs> or I'll tell you <laughs> if it's it was the worst thing I've ever done, and I want all that shit back, but now I can't get it. And what am I going to do? Whatever comes from it, whatever the fruits of this, I will talk about on this podcast. It's good, and hopefully it'll be interesting. So, Richard, we need a name for this thing. I know. This is man. episode six. I know. I I mean, um. I'm jotting them down. I'm spitting them out, but nothing. All right. Well, we're 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 gonna. I think we've we've set, and I'm just saying this on the air to kind of hold ourselves to it a little bit. But I think we've set a deadline for two days from now, Friday, October ninth. <laughs> that deadline was like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but um, I think so far the winner is Dean with twin dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and the two hot dogs are when, when he when he when he put twin dicks i was gonna write back but i didn't want to write down there i was gonna be like i fucking wish <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. we could if we could actually call this podcast twin dicks i would be the happiest human being on the face of the planet it's, it's really good <laughs> you gotta give him credit <laughs> <laughs> uh i could have never thought of that um no, we do need to come up with a name because we're going to put these episodes up soon. And it doesn't mean anything to anybody listening to this because if you're listening to this, this means the episode's already up, which means we already have a name. Yeah. But um, for us, six episodes in, we still don't have a name. So. It's good for them to know the struggle we went through. The, the struggle of coming yeah. up with a name with a podcast Shit. that nobody's going to listen to. So anyway, I'm just telling you here while we're recording this to, to think about it and yeah, to write, been. And to write been, shit down. Man. I've been. I mean, it sucks that I don't have a piece of paper and a pen, <laughs> but I've been jotting them all upstairs. All right. No, seriously, I have been working on it, and uh, we'll come up with a name. I mean, even if some of the ones aren't exactly what we've been shooting for, there's a bunch of good ones. Well, in, okay, in, so in I guess weeks. this is another thing, um, and I know I've said this in previous episodes, but the whole point of this podcast there's there's a concept behind this podcast right, but we've kind of usurped it in a little bit because because it's been so much fun for us just to talk to each other and and uh and and talk about shit like but that happened. does that does fit the right but i didn't expect it to go this well so just so so, <laughs> so listeners at home understand well then i better drink up yeah great um is that i you know this whole this whole thing again is was a was two it was supposed to the concept is that there's two guys who have been friends forever they're both down in the dumps i know that i said this already and then they become friends again through this podcast um talk about their problems try to become better people try and maybe that there's people out there that are having their problems can relate and then ultimately at the end maybe we clean up a little bit maybe our life gets better maybe me and you become close friends again all that kind of stuff and just kind of follow that through the podcast why you don't think we're back in it no we are but that's (laughs) this is what i'm saying but then the second and then now i'm living in a dream world brother (laughs) the second that i when i was when i was discussing this idea with a few of our close friends um you know, I was saying they were they were saying to me, and don't take any offense to this. It's okay. But they were saying to me, like, well, what are you gonna do if he shows up and he's all fucked up and he can't talk? And I, my res- my <laughs> am I that bad? My sometimes and my res- really? and my response to that was 
that is going to be part of it. You know what I mean? That was my whole vision for this is like, is like we were going to work through no matter how wrong and weird it got, we're going to work through everything and just, and take it as it comes. And it still might get to that direction. See, that's, that is not fair because what everyone is remembering is how bad I used to be from the last time I used to hang out. Sure. But nobody has seen you since then. Right. True. So you can't, everyone's basing their opinions on that and, you know, already making up their minds about how you're going to deal with somebody that we knew three years ago. Okay. Uh, And, and that's fair that you say that, but it's also fair that they think that, but, and it was also fair that I thought that coming into this. And this is what I'm talking about. I still, (laughs) there's still a lot of stuff to discuss as far as that goes. And we, and, and to you, whoever is listening to this, we promise to you that we are going to be 100% transparent because we do want to just talk about our shit, no matter how ugly and dark it is. Right. But I didn't realize that when I hit record that first time that we were going to, that, that we were going to get along that easily at, off the bat. So that's the reason why, while we're, we're, we are allowing this to kind of take a little bit of a detour and we could talk about things like, for instance, when our friend commits suicide, we, we could talk about that. For instance, today we ended up talking about minimalism. We didn't touch on anything about our lives and, or, or for the most part, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, or tell our story leading up to now or anything like that. So that's all going to be interwoven. But the point of the the name, uh, I think one of the reasons why we were having a hard time coming up with the name is because we wanted the name that was going to kind of simply exemplify all of that, like kind of like, you know, t- explain <laughs> 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 just sort of you. I'm just fucking tearing down that fourth wall is <laughs> is fucking when I said uh, simply exemplify, <laughs> Richie got real proud of me and gave me a <laughs> wink as if to say good wordage. Yeah, because um, we know where exemplify goes. <laughs> A plus. <laughs> it's right up there with plethora. Yeah. So anyway, it, that's why we're having such a hard time with the name. But we will have a name. We will have imaging. And, uh, you know, that's just the way shit's going to go. Wow. It's over? That's it. Damn. If, if we hear We Die Love, the... Yeah. Episode six of the uh, tentatively titled Dev and Rich Show is uh, coming to an end. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm not going to bore everybody with minimalism every episode, but I will give updates of things that I think are interesting or funny or or soul crushing or or whatever, you know. But hopefully it makes me a happier dude. Yeah. Any parting last words, Richard? No, except the fact that I really, I really like the route you're going with this minimalist thing. Cool, thank you. I think, I think it's really cool. All right. and it's nothing but positive. Nothing but positive. I hope so. I need some positiveness. All right, we'll talk to you guys uh, next episode. Yep. Hey, lover, where did you go? I'm not high and I'm not low. If I knew a breakup, man, I can't break. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.